Can you believe they stole that election from Kathy Barnett in Pennsylvania? That was a joke. And this is the rant on Too Close to Call. I'm David Catney. It's back with a rant. The rants were getting spicy for a couple weeks. People were complaining about them. So I had to, I had to temper the rant for a while. But we're back, baby. I think you double down, right? You do more when people are complaining. The situation in Pennsylvania with the Senate race there, and if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are following it, is rant-worthy because there's a lot going on, a lot unresolved here. It's Thursday afternoon. You know that there is no winner in the Republican primary in the Pennsylvania Senate race between Mehmet Oz and Dave McCormick. Kathy Barnett, who we wrote about a lot towards the end, had a surge, ended up with about 25% of the vote, did not, did not have the surge she needed. But I want to talk about sort of the scenarios that we're looking at going forward in this Pennsylvania Senate primary. Number one, from the reporting I've done this morning, looking at what election officials are saying and talking to some folks in Pennsylvania, we're, we're probably not going to know this result for days, if not weeks. Oz is up by about 1,200 votes, but McCormick is steadfastly saying that the remaining ballots are going to go his way. If you look at what's left, there's about 20,000 ballots left to be counted, estimated, absentee ballots for the most part, ironically mail-in votes. There's about 7,000 in Allegheny County, which is the Pittsburgh County, which would favor McCormick. But then there are a bunch in the east part of the state, in Bucks County, in Berks County, in Lancaster County, which you know, if they stay true to the pattern of what's already been cast and counted, the, those in the eastern part of Pennsylvania should benefit Oz. Regardless, it is impossible. Even the forecasters, you know, Dave Wasserman at the Cook Political Report, he's saying this could go either way. This is literally too close to call. Too close to call. So... The question is here is, are Republicans going to be able to get over this going forward? This is so ironic, isn't it, that they're in a primary race in the marquee state that could determine control of the Senate and could control could determine control of the presidency in 2024 again. And they are waiting on absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, which Trump disparaged and said cost him the election, which they did, but they were completely legal. Remember 2020 when Trump built that big lead in Pennsylvania? He was up by 20 points or more. It's because all the Democrats voted early. And in Pennsylvania, they have a law that says you can't count the votes early until the day of. So what they do is they count the votes that were cast the day of first 
and then they go and open the mail-in ballots. And again, this was designed by a Republican legislature This in there. It was all them. Anyway, Trump used that as a predicate to say the election was stolen because his lead got wiped away as they counted more ballots overnight through the days. And here we are two years later, and you've got Oz, his candidate, up by a smidgen. And McCormick saying, look, these absentee ballots, we're going we're gonna to take you over. Maybe that's not true. Maybe it's Oz that comes out with more absentee ballots. Wouldn't that be ironic that absentee ballots save Oz, Trump's endorsed candidate? Trump, of course, is saying just to declare victory, right? Move on because these are the creepy, crazy ballots. Anything that come in, comes in late. He doesn't like anything that's mailed in or comes in late. He thinks that's sneaky. If it's not counted already, he thinks there's something wrong. Of course, there's no evidence to that. It's erroneous. It's ridiculous. But this is Trump's predicate for anything now. Can you imagine that this is the scenario in November with this center race? A center race that could be this close in November. John Fetterman's a Democratic nominee. He cruised to victory over Connor Lamb. I have a story up on the Substack about that, about one of the worst campaigns people have ever seen on Connor Lamb. Give that a read. But Fetterman's going to be a Democratic nominee and pretty pretty strong Democratic candidate for that state, even in a tough year. You could look at the same scenario. Fast forward five months, and we don't have an outcome the Tuesday after the, or I should say the Thursday after the election, and because they're waiting on mail-in ballots, which probably will favor Democrats again in November, because Republicans don't trust it, or at least a portion of Republicans don't trust it, the mail-in system, because of Trump. Imagine this is a scenario again. It is sort of Pennsylvania's nightmare scenario where you have absentee ballots, which are perfectly normal, that are going to determine an election, but you have a portion of one party that doesn't believe they are legitimate. And a lot of this is going to rest, so sort of looking forward and, and, what, and how, how Republicans deal with this going forward. There's probably going to be a recount. Pennsylvania mandates recount if it's within a half a percent difference. They're within a tenth of percent. So you're going to have a recount. This is going to not be resolved probably for weeks, probably not into June. You're going to have lawyers out the wazoo on both sides. You're also going to have the examination of provisional ballots. And provisional ballots are cast when a voter, there's a question about a voter's eligibility or if they're in the wrong precinct. You allow that voter to cast the ballot, but then you call it provisional because then it is re-examined later. And in Pennsylvania, they will even partially recount that precinct where that voter uh, who cast the provisional ballot is. I mean, this is getting into the weeds, but this is how close this could be. This McCormick, Oz primary could be hundreds of votes out of, what are we looking at? A million three cast on the Republican side, one or about 1.3 million. And it's going to be, it's going to be a couple hundred votes. So 
I think the biggest factor over the next few weeks, as these election officials do their job, continue to count, continue to examine ballots, some ballots will be challenged, some are going to be tossed out. You're going to inevitably have legal challenges from some campaign that says this shouldn't be counted. But how does the leader of the Republican Party act? Does he act responsibly? Is there any history of him acting responsibly? Or is he going to say, if his candidate begins to fall behind, is he going to say that Republican ballots, Republican ballots should be thrown out or uncounted? Again, a nightmare scenario for Pennsylvania. But something we should learn about now, because this could be repeated in the fall, with a very close contest between John Fetterman and X, either Oz or McCormick. The other X factor here is what does Kathy Barnett do? She got a quarter of the Republican primary vote, 25%, even though she was outspent by millions, tens of millions, really. I have been trying to figure out what she will do if she's going to get behind the nominee. I think it will be important for her too. If you're McCormick or Oz, you want to reach out to her. And I've actually reached out to her because I interviewed her previously. Actually, let's call her. Let's call her right now. Why not? It's good to hear right from the source. This is the rant. This is what we do. It's free-flowing. It's fun. She's not taking calls. Hello, you've reached Kathy Barnett. Nope. And yes. I am running for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania. She is. She was. Please go to barnettforsenate.com and support what it is that we're doing. In the meantime, leave a message and I will get back to you. She would have been a sensation. Should we leave her a message? No. Of course. Goodbye. All right. Well, we'll text her and see if we can get back with her. But Kathy Barnett, I think, is going to be an important piece of this. I'm trying to talk to her. Kathy, if, you, if you're a listener of The Rant, which I know you must be, call your friend Dave up and tell him what your move is going to be. You're going to get involved in this race? She'd be, she'd be a net plus for Republicans on the trail for either McCormick or Oz. But Trump is obviously the biggest factor. I think the most like Republicans I talked to today said the most likely scenario is this, this delays unity but doesn't ultimately hurt it. I think, you know, McCormick or Oz, one of them will concede eventually. Maybe it's not till June. It might be bitter. It takes a while. When you lose like this close, it it hurts. It's personal. The wound is real and raw. They'll get over it. I think the odds are Barnett wants a future in the party. Maybe she runs for statewide office in the future. Probably does. So she gets on board. Um... And then Republicans say, you know, Trump will eventually get on board, but maybe not so enthusiastically if, if it's McCormick. And that'll be the question. What's his level of support if he does get on board? Is he rallying for McCormick? You know, 
Is he in the state for McCormick? And then the Republican has to nominee for Senate has to wrestle with what do they do with Doug Mastriano? Which, if you read about him, he is the most controversial gubernatorial candidate. So controversial, an election denier. He wants to ban abortion with no exceptions. He he, he thinks 2020 was rigged. Um, The Republican Governors Association wouldn't even congratulate him on his primary victory. What does Dave McCormick or Dr. Oz do with Doug Mastriano? Do they just keep their distance? Try to pretend he's not there for five months. That's going to be the other factor. A lot of this could be <laughs> a nightmare scenario, which is what I keep coming back to. All the different potential outcomes. Trump, Barnett, the resolution, the timeline of the resolution of this McCormick-Oz primary, and then a close, close, razor-thin general election which comes down to mail-in ballots, which are so controversial on one side. That is where we are in Pennsylvania. We will be keeping tabs on that. Next week, we've got the uh, Georgia primary, which will be likely a route for the governor there. Another Trump loss, which is not going to put him in a good mood, I think. And then Alabama is also next Tuesday. So we're going to see if Mo Brooks, who had the Trump endorsement in the Senate race, lost it. Trump now has still not endorsed in Alabama. So watch over the weekend. He might make a move there if he sees a winner. And then the Texas runoff, which we covered. There's a big fight against Henry Quellar and the progressives, Jessica Cisneros. They're in a runoff campaign. Progressives want to win there. Those are all next Tuesday's primaries, just to give you a little uh, a little peek at what we'll be looking at next week. And of course, Pennsylvania, which I'll bet you won't be resolved when I see you again next week.